Good morning, everyone. Matt Lamarsh here with Keller Williams First Atlanta in Selling Sandy Springs. Hope you guys are doing well today. Um, a very unique setup if you're following along on Instagram. This will be the first time you ever see <laughs> something quite like this going on. But uh, anyway, Happy New Year. And uh, we're here at Turn Studio. Um, and I'm just super, super excited to actually stand, not sit down. <laughs> but uh, with Ashley Francis today to talk a little more about the last year. Her successes, her failures, what she's learned, uh, what we can expect from her in the next year or so here, um, and dig a little bit deeper into that. But before we do, if you have not subscribed, rated, or reviewed the podcast, please, please, please go do that. Um, that would mean the world to me, and I'd really appreciate it. But also, share the episodes. If you find one interesting or valuable, um, share, share it on your social media. That would mean a lot. So thank you for doing that. But Ashley, welcome to thank you. the podcast. So we haven't done this yet but we did the video yes um that was a little over a year ago you were episode number two which i still think and i gotta go back and look i still think it was the most widely shared and i mean it went crazy awesome you're, breaking records <laughs> well your your social media mavens here definitely did their <laughs> handiwork and um they they just blew it up i think we had over 34 3500 views which was awesome um but anyway so if you haven't seen that video, by the way, go back, take a quick look at it. Ashley did a great job, and we show off a little more of the space here. We're currently standing in the mez. <laughs> uh, we do typically a different type of work up here um, than we are right now. But i um, super excited to chat real quick for about 15, 20 minutes or so and figure out where we are now, where we've come from, what's next, um, and just dig deeper because I think we both kind of felt like we didn't get to share the whole thing. And now here a year later... Um, this is just really exciting for me. So thank you for agreeing to do You're this. welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Happy to be standing upstairs in the mess <laughs> on a box jump with exercise benches underneath Yeah, me. if you're not getting behind the scenes here <laughs> with the Instagram stories, you need to. So, Ashley, tell us, uh, 2018, we started this thing off. The studio officially opened. Two or three, four months there. And now we've had a full year under our belts. What happened? Well, first of all, let me... Just remind everybody that if you do go watch the video of our first interview, I had no voice. It was the beginning of my polyps on my vocal cords. Um, it was in January of last year. I will never forget it. I sound horrible. <laughs> but what I say, I think, is what matters most, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. <laughs> um, and when we first met, oh boy, we were four or five months open, like you said. We were just trying to survive. I've said it a couple times in a couple of posts that I've shared recently, but I was in survival mode of a first-time business owner, a brand new location, started out being the only business open in this Sandy Springs um, area, and the struggles that come along with that, plus selling your, your fitness workouts, your brand, your purpose, your passion, combined under one umbrella is, is so, so challenging. But here we are, a year and a half of being open, we have survived and we are grooving. Of course, I face challenges daily, monthly, um, quarterly, and we, we now make better mistakes, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. We're more prepared how to handle them. And oh boy, have I grown. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so 2019 was a big year for you guys. Obviously, the first full calendar year yes. for you to be open. The buzz was obviously kind of working for you, but there were several months there that a lot of stuff still wasn't open here. Yes. Um, a lot of new restaurants and ideas kind of came to this City Springs complex. So talk a little bit about the transition in your neighbors here too, because 
there's even been some kind of in and out already, and it seems like <laughs> it's it's actually finally starting to kind of get complete with General Muir coming next door. Mm -hmm. um, so talk a little bit about the transition of the immediate area here. Sure, yeah, more food. Excellent. <laughs> Cannot wait for more food. After you work out and sweat gold, you have plenty of options to go eat. Um, yeah, so there's eight retail locations here in City Springs. A couple of them just have not taken off, mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, I believe, the way they had hoped for. Um, the restaurant next to us, The Select, finally opened up in 2019, and that has been awesome for us. Um, the clientele is probably not our ideal clientele or demographic, but at least it's brand awareness and space awareness. Um, General Muir is going to be great for us because it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm. Obviously, the select is just dinner and brunch on the weekends, so it's limited hours for sure. exposure. But the whole development, I mean, City Springs has done a tremendous job at getting foot traffic in the Performing Arts Center, the green space outside, the, the concerts on Friday mm -hmm. nights. I mean, it's family-friendly, not dog-friendly, unfortunately. <laughs> I had to throw that in there's there. A lot, yeah, there's a lot of issues around that. Yeah, but um, <laughs> the fact that it brings all the family together and a variety of entertainment and options to do just in this one limited space is excellent for us. Um, if somebody sees turn and it might not be a fit for them, they may mention it and it hit with their son, their daughter, their friend, their babysitter, whatever, right? right. Um, but, but the last year we have seen such a flux of, of people, uh, walking around and the apartment complex, let's not fail to mention them mm -hmm. because they, they are now at full capacity and to be very candid, I thought we would have a lot more interested mm -hmm. clients because you could literally wake up and roll out of bed and be here, which if you're listening and you take 5.45 a.m. class times, you're jealous of that <laughs> thought alone. Right. Um, we have clients that drive 30 minutes to get here at 5.45. Mm -hmm. um, but so that's that's also a, a goal for me or on my to-do list in 2020 yeah. is to build better awareness and grow my clientele with Aston. Or yeah. I think it's no longer Aston, actually. It's changed over. <laughs> um, but long-winded answer to your question. Yeah. But over overall, it's growing. Over the next five years, this place is going to be the talk of Atlanta. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And I think that's a great point and a great to-do because you do have the walkability here. And that's a lot of, you know, if you look at Decatur, East Atlanta, like there's a lot of people that are kind of moving in that direction. And certainly we're seeing a lot more of it here in Sandy Springs. But um, so I'm, I'm happy to hear that because I think a lot of people, when they understand what goes on here and when messages like this are able to be delivered to them um, and you can kind of point back to this content and say, I now kind of feel like I know Ashley after watching the video, mm -hmm. after hearing the podcast. So, and, and her goal and her passion and everything else that comes along with it, I think that's really powerful. And I think anyone that might be listening lives in those apartments or even in the condos and townhomes right around the corner here um you've got a great option literally right here in your backyard so um not to mention or not to fail to mention you're doing a phenomenal job <laughs> at selling sandy springs just your your videos interviewing the local businesses and getting that awareness out there i cannot tell you how many times people come in our studio for the first time a year and a half after being open and say, quote, I had no idea you were here. Mm -hmm. This gorgeous facility that City <laughs> Springs has spent so much money on, right. millions to build, and people still do not know that it exists. Right. Crazy. Foot traffic is, is a big deal, though, and you and I have talked a lot about that because 
it, it is probably one of the most important. I mean, you can do countless amounts of Instagram stories and Facebook posts and promote videos and everything. It doesn't mean a thing until someone walks by and sees physical, physical location. Yep. But in addition, and again, that's why the video I think is so powerful, you get an idea of what this space looks like, kind of what to expect for your first class, right? Now, you have no idea in terms of the instructors or the actual layout of the class, but at the same time, it kind of removes that initial wall sure. at least. So, and and I, I respect that because I've never had to, ch to be challenged by <laughs> the walking issue or, or the walk-by traffic, and that is such a big thing. And I think you're exactly right for kind of complimenting what City Springs has done between the car shows and the movies and the concerts. I mean, you know, especially when spring hits, there's always something going on. Every you would weekend. mention car shows first, <laughs> well, Mr. Car Guy yourself. <laughs> right. And that's, well, and that's, you know, when I think about my long-term goals, my big picture of growing to the next location, I have learned the hard way that physical location is everything. Mm. You could have the best brand, the best instructors, the best bathrooms, the best bikes, whatever, mm -hmm. but it does not matter if foot traffic is not apparent. Yeah. So a great lesson I learned. Yeah. Um, I'm not regretting, obviously, this location sure. long term. This is our flagship, and we are so thankful and grateful to be here. But to start your very first company and the very first business to be open, <laughs> I, I lost so much sleep over it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, well, and, and I appreciate the kind of words about selling Sandy Springs and stuff, but I, I think that... You know, when you watch the videos, when you listen to this podcast, and then when you actually come and physically take a class, then it all clicks. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not enough to hear this and not do anything about it. And obviously, we're very early in January here still, so a lot of people are making resolutions and whatever else. But sure. at the end of the day, um, you got to come and you got to try it. It's just like everything else, I mm -hmm. feel like. It doesn't, doesn't mean anything until you actually put in the effort. So... Um, but yeah, lessons learned for sure. So, well, and it's a big risk in, in any way to take and be the first one in mm -hmm. anywhere. Right. But hopefully it's not starting to pay off and, and hopefully, um, between this content and, and people coming in, that'll continue. So talk about the first year in terms of, you know, the instructors, the, sure. the, the platform, the classes. I mean, I know you guys have had, um, you know, some growing, um, <laughs> some growing, I'm not going to call them pain, some growing opportunities <laughs> and you can um, say pain <laughs> my skin started to boil just thinking about it <laughs> well a lot of small business owners are gonna like hear this and go uh-huh yep, yeah felt yeah. it yeah i've been there and if and they then, don't <laughs> let me know please reach out to me i need your secret <laughs> right but i think a lot of and we were kind of talking before we started here um you know if you're an employee of a big organization or if you've never been an entrepreneur if you've ever run a small business there's a lot that happens behind the scenes that you don't know about. Mm -hmm. And now, and I think you guys do a great job of this, not just you, but your team do a great job of kind of showing the behind the scenes of building their playlists of, you know, these are real relationships that are built with your clientele, right? I mean, you've got friends now that you didn't have before that are clients that come here that pay you every month and work out, right? Even some of them right next, next to you on the bike. So um, talk a little bit about some of those growing pains and, and, what you've learned as far as the behind the scenes. Cause I think it's easy for us to show the workouts going on yeah. and the instructors knocking it out of the park and the energy that's felt in the room and stuff. But talk a little bit about the, that behind the scenes running three different Instagram accounts and trying to produce content, but also trying to run the business day sure. to day and, and what that's kind of looked like for you and what you've learned from that. 
Yeah, all, all great points. Um, I'd like to first start off by saying I'm so, so grateful that you just said you are connected to my team, my staff, my instructors. Um, from day one on a pen and paper, when I started thinking about TURN, being vulnerable and building relationships, something I learned through my previous life, I always say, my medical sales career, mm -hmm. is that if you are not vulnerable, you will never be successful. At the end of the day, people buy from people. So the moment I have a very good instinct with people, the moment I interview an instructor, front desk enthusiast, I know right away if they're going to fit or not. Yep. Everybody's coachable, manageable, trainable to a, to an extent. Mm -hmm. Some are not um, <laughs> as as good as others. But I know that if they fit the turn brand, which is community and connection, every single instructor has to be vulnerable. We read books about it. I talk about it in every single email meeting. There's quotes galore. Brene Brown mm -hmm. is a huge part of our turn employee manual. She's like the queen of being vulnerable. <laughs> but so I appreciate that side yeah. note. Um, and all right, let's get into it. So what I have learned about instructors in, I'm new to the fitness industry. When I came into turn, I was an avid um, worker outer in fitness um, <laughs> class, you know, taker and everything like that. I was an athlete growing up. So I knew what it was like on that side. But I did not know what it was going to be like as an owner in the fitness industry. Mm -hmm. um, and I've learned so much, meaning you hire people to be creative, to make playlists, to write workouts, to own a room, and to conduct on stage. And not to go, not this is not a negative thing, but they are somewhat entitled, as they should be, as sure. we should be. I'm a, now an instructor myself. Um, to be who we want to be, to perform how we want to perform. But that's a different managing style than an outside sales rep with an inside sales rep. Mm -hmm. And when we were talking before we started, you know, I have also learned that I am the brand. I, I started this from the ground up. It's been my passion. It's my voice. I run all of our Instagram. I write all of our emails that come um, you know, on the, on the weekly or monthly newsletter, I reply to all of the emails and DMs. And obviously it's worked. It's grown. People have bought into it. And my instructors have to do that as well. Mm -hmm. You can be phenomenal at playlisting and owning a room and your personality can be killer. But at the end of the day, if you're not, if you are not 110% bought in to turn, stay gold, sweat gold, if you don't know what those mean, just come take your first class free. Um, but and, and Ashley Francis, hmm. we we won't work. Yep. Now I'm not saying that we have to have a perfect relationship all the time because that would be insane. Mm -hmm. Two people never. I mean, we'll always butt heads at some point, whether sure. you're in love or, or not. <laughs> um, and and I want to be challenged. Mm -hmm. You know, I. But I've also learned the hard way that the best talent is not always the best fit. Sure. And when you're starting out, you're so hungry mm -hmm. and you're freaking out because, oh my gosh, if I don't hire X, Y, Z and bring, and they will bring somebody in the door, we're going to fail. Yeah. Or I have to have him or her because they are the best of the best and we're going to be, we're going to be great. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> we butt heads. You don't respect me mm -hmm. or you're not growing your classes or you're stagnant. You're not good at change. You're not good at being creative. You're not good at being manageable. Right, right. Um, in the fitness world, when you go from maybe running an independent personal training 
business where you own or where you just, you know, have to answer to yourself, mm -hmm. then you come into group fitness. It's night and day. Yeah. It's like going from inside sales to outside sales. Sure. Um, so I've, I've had terrible, horrible conversations. I've had meltdowns. You can ask my lead instructor and manager, Sam Knight, um, the amount of conversations that we had the first six to nine months of being at turn. I let sometimes my emotion take over my, the fact that I am the owner yep. and I started this and yep. this is mine sure. and I can do it. Um, and there's a thin line. Yeah, for sure. The other thing you learn is that you want to be everybody's friend, mm -hmm. but you can't be. Right. Interesting story. Um, I have a lot of energy. I love everybody, as you know, um, and I want everybody to like me or mm -hmm. to want to do it because I want to do it. Right. And I was becoming somewhat too close, and you cross that line of friendship versus work partnership. Mm -hmm. I was at a nail salon, and my late the lady, the owner of the nail salon, we were talking. Um, and I was like, you know, you've been open eight years, you're successful. There's always a wait. Mm -hmm. And the one thing she taught me was she used to do parties, dinners, you know, drinking with her team. And she learned that they stopped respecting her and working hard for her mm -hmm. as a business owner mm -hmm. and as their manager. And it like a light bulb went off. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh. That's right. I'll get taken advantage of if hmm. I'm now just your girlfriend or your best friend or a wine buddy. Yeah. Yes, I drink a lot of wine sometimes. <laughs> and tequila, of course. <laughs> but And so I stepped back hmm. in that role of wanting to learn or wanting to be a part of your everyday life. Sure. I do care about everybody. I still want them to op you know come to me and share things with me, but I cannot be your best friend. Yeah. Well, boundaries. Yeah. Right. 100%. Really hard, and especially in the manager uh, position and owner position, when it all falls on you, right? Because the reputation of this place, the reputation of an instructor, past, present, yep. or future, is all dependent on you ultimately. I mean, they can go out and do whatever they want. Yep, they can quit tomorrow and survive. <laughs> and if they're associated <laughs> with you, that's you know a mark on your name as well. So, I mean, that's a huge, and it takes a lot of self awareness. I feel like to a to, to begin to open yourself to learn boundaries because in business I think they you know now when we're all connected with cell phones and computers and mm -hmm. we're expected to work all basically all the time um, the, the lines between work and and personal professional and professional those get really blurred yes. really quickly and it's it's up to people like you and I as entrepreneurs as business owners to really define the relationships that we have yes with colleagues with clients with all of it um, I think yeah, and really, really clients important. as well that's a great point I love my turn fan. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I have been blessed with building so many new friendships and relationships that I had no idea would come about when I wanted to start my own company. And I will be in the middle of something and I'll get a text from a client as a friend and I feel more obligated <laughs> to reply quickly. Sure. Because at the end of the day they're paying me right. and they're, you know, they're keeping the lights on yep. with me. Um, but I also again, boundaries have to realize that I, I need my own time, and I don't have to reply back Absolutely. immediately for a non-urgent matter. Right. Um, and, and, you know, and we can move on after this. I'll leave it as if somebody's not bought in to you, the owner, your brand, your purpose, your passion, it'll be very apparent very quickly, and, mm -hmm. and you have to 
not be blinded by it. Yep. Even if they are a strong employee instructor component of your business, they will be a vampire and an energy vampire is what we call them quoted by John Gordon. Yep. Great book. I read the energy bus. I've even had an instructor say that I'm a terrible leader. I'm going to fail. I can't, she can't imagine. She cannot imagine somebody wanting to work for me mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I learned that it was just being threatened by my success and sure. my growth. And you have to learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. And now I could have taken that and I did, of course, let it get to me in the moment. Sure. I had my time. I might have punched something or cried or whatever <laughs> I did to let it go. But then you move on and you realize if you own your company, you're going to come across those types of relationships often. Yep. Right? Absolutely. Um, and it's up to you to stay strong and stay true in your passion and your purpose. Right. Uh, to move forward. Well, and so the, the same is true of clients because when I have my lawn care business, the same thing was happening that uh, an expectation was set, a price was set, and then the expectation changed. And I was just yep. telling someone else about this this morning that when someone's expectation of you changes, either you change with the expectation or you don't and you remain true to who you are and what you started with and everything, mm-hmm. or you change, right? And so if you change, you know, to me, it's one of those things that are you willing to change? Are you willing to expand your boundaries? or restrict them to include or exclude something, or are you going to remain focused on your original goal, your original intent? Because to me, at the end of the day, it's all about your intent. If you're trying to convey the passion that you are and to help people live a healthy lifestyle, Mm -hmm. that is the core. As soon as that's threatened, I expect your walls to go up. (laughs) You know, and no offense or buts about it. And I'm not going to be surprised as a client or as a friend or anything else that something has changed here, Right. Right. And so even to the client side, I think when someone's expectation change or when an instructor leaves or whatever happens, you got to do the best with what you can. Absolutely. And, right? You can't be expected to continue on a path when something has changed, when that expectation or the instructor or the timing or whatever has changed, yep. right? Um, so that's, I mean, that's one of those really, not a lot of people want to talk about that because we're afraid of how it's going to be perceived in the public or a client, a potential client could be listening to this and go, Oh, well that one instructor says she's not going to be a good leader. or She's not going to be successful a moment in time. And if you take that for who Ashley Francis is, we're, we're wrong. You're wrong, right? We need to think bigger. We need to think um, about what your actual intent is here. And that's why the podcast is really powerful. That's why the videos are really powerful is because now we feel like we kind of get to know you. And especially in this format where it's very loose, it's very conversational. If you're listening to this, you probably think, I feel like I'm sitting here listening to them talk and I'm part of this conversation, even though you're not saying anything, right? Yeah. Um, so talk a little bit about, um, you know, as far as the last year, what's been the greatest success that you're like, man, if we could just 10x that, this would lead us to an unbelievable business where we had a class every hour and, and we're just really hitting the mark. I would say, I mean, I would be... Wrong if I did not congratulate and shout out my my team, Hmm. first and foremost. That has been the most successful part of TURN, is my instructors and front desk, minus a couple of hiccups, obviously, like we just talked about. But today, we are the strongest and best team in the industry, no doubt. There's no drama. There's no um, cattiness. It's a team you know, all hands on deck type feeling in mm-hmm. here. The instructors are so unique yet so together. Um, you, every single class you take is going to be different, 
per instructor. And then behind the scenes, we, we group text, we, we read a book, like I said, and we get along, we have our happy hours or, or whatnot. And it, that to me is the most challenging part about owning something is managing people. So to say that today with you mm-hmm. is a huge success. Sure. Now tomorrow some shit might hit the fan <laughs> and I might call you up and say, edit this out. <laughs> no, but, but I, and I, and I, um, you know, I can't not mention Samantha Knight because she's been by my side and Taylor Terrell downstairs at front desk. They, those two ladies have been by my side and taken the reins and, and ran the shop um, wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. But then I would say the, the number two most successful idea or decision was to open up the Gold Club membership again, um, $60 higher than the original Gold Club. So the original Gold Club was open to the first 50 members that wanted to sign up for an unlimited membership at $109 a month before we opened our doors. Mm-hmm. Sold them like hotcakes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was 2018. <laughs> I was so new to all this. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Medical sales ain't got nothing on this. I'm about to conquer this world. And obviously, you know, I learned the hard way that memberships don't sell that fast. Mm-hmm. It was such a great deal. Mm-hmm. And the hype was there. And we were doing great things out in the community. Yep. Um, and then about three months ago, four months ago, our wait lists are getting um, more but they're happening more and our class sizes are growing. Our name is out there. It's been one year class passes doubled in 12 months revenue wise. Mm -hmm. And I was on our one year anniversary, September 14th. I wanted to open back up gold club memberships that we had lost and due to people moving away or whatever. And I said, I'm going to do it at $169 a month. $40 $40 more than our app than our regular unlimited monthly cost, but you get waitlist priority, 20% off retail, two guest passes a month, you know, the perks, sure. um, VIP membership. I opened up 20 of them and in one day had 19 sold. Wow. So I went from, in one day, I increased my revenue on an annual basis by $20,000 mm. essentially. Mm. And that was just like what I needed to kickstart me into that second year, you know, being open and the fire underneath me to be like, Oh, I do have this turn is desirable. We are amazing. We are the best and people pay for what they want. I didn't even have a hiccup. I mean, there was no hiccup of people (laughs) saying 169 because we still are very competitively priced for what we offer. Right. Eight different class types under one roof. Um, you know, shoes provided the breakfast bar, the beverage bar, and the uh, beautiful amenities, clean studio for 149 now, unlimited is unreal. Mm-hmm. So that 169 was just like, okay, we, we've made our mark. Yep. And then when you get that, it's kind of, I always used to tell my inside sales team or my managers in the past, whenever a rep makes that first big ass commission check, when I, I'll never forget this. When I made $22,000 in December, <laughs> because I opened up, I closed like a huge deal. I opened up an entire new medical office. And it all hit in December. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can never not make that. Right. I mean, no, it didn't happen every month. <laughs> I wish. But once you dangle that carrot mm-hmm. and you get a taste of it, you only want more. You yep. want more. Absolutely. Right? When you learn, lose the first 10 pounds, oh, I can lose the next five. Mm-hmm. I can lose. Now it gets harder yep. and more challenging. Yep. But now I'm ready. Right. So that would be 
an aha moment for me in 2018 or awesome. 19. Yeah. All good. So, and, and for a little perspective, when you say waitlisted, I mean, you guys have 30, 36 bikes, right? 36 bikes. So in 16 spots in the mez and waitlisted every morning class pretty much. Right. So this isn't like your typical 10, 15, 20 people. I mean, you're talking more than 30 people have already agreed and now you've got people behind them mm -hmm. waiting for someone to drop off due to whatever reason. So that's a big deal. I mean, in my mind, and I have no idea the world that you live in every day, but at the same time, I've been coming here long enough that I see the classes growing and eat. I mean, even some of the most obscure times that I'm here at 930 in the morning when most yes. people should be working and there's 20 people in the class. It's yep. like, oh, okay. Because a year ago, it was like five, five. of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Side note, I've talked to three people, maybe even like two, in a class before when mm. we first opened in the 9.30 time slot. Yeah. Um, you know what it does? It's supply and demand, yep. right? So it allows us to, now I have a rule, I will not add a class until a particular class has been quote-unquote waitlisted or full mm -hmm. um, for X amount of time. Sure. Because um, if it's a waitlisted one Small or two visit. times, yeah. maybe it was just the weather. I yep. don't know. Yeah, yeah. It also gives confidence to that instructor, sure, which is so powerful. It's huge um, because the energy that can it can bring, the confidence, the the creativity, hmm. um, and, and it makes them feel wanted. Mm -hmm. Which who doesn't want to Absolutely. feel wanted and recognized? So it that to me has been just a huge smile and high five. And our goal, and by the end of the second quarter of 2020 is to have both the mez and cycling running simultaneously at 5.45 and 6.45 a.m. time slots. Wow. We have cycling going both time slots now, but we only have one mez in the morning. Mm -hmm. We could add it now and it would fill, but I'm not ready yet to, to do that. I get it. We're close. <laughs> Just need that one more membership if you're listening. No, I'm teasing. Um, we're very close, but obviously you have to make sure that it's the sweet spot, the right time. Um, yeah. And, and like you said, the midday classes, those are always going to be the most challenging on a, on a big scale sure. because people should be working. Yep. And what I also learned in my first year is Buckhead is so different than Sandy Springs. Mm -hmm. The, the stay-at-home mom scene is not the same in Sandy Springs as it is in Buckhead. Right. Whatever the reason or for sure. whatever that's worth, it's just not. Yep. And so... What fills in Buckhead at 9.30, 10 a.m. is not the same here. Mm -hmm. One day, it's my goal, obviously, to grow it and pack it out at 9.30 in the morning, but yeah. we got to get there. <laughs> no, it's smart business, though. I mean, you you grow too fast. You, you figure things out that you thought might work. I mean, I think you're smart to slow it down because I'm, I'm a lot like you. I'm like, go, 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 go until it stops. But then when it stops, it typically crashes, mm -hmm. right? And something mm -hmm. blows up in your face or an issue that you didn't think about or that you... So I think it's smart to, to take it slower. And I think if there were any message to, to kind of come along with that or a tidbit someone should take away. And for me, it was very simpler. Like in my lawn care business, I had a chance to double in business. And it was like, nope. I mean, my first gut reaction was absolutely not. <laughs> Ten years ago, it would have been, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're yeah. in. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, but priorities change. Like, they really yeah. do. And you and you get better as an entrepreneur. You get better as a person and understanding what your capabilities are, what you can take on, what you're... I mean, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, when they first get into any business, 
they really underestimate the time. I mean, we all talk about the money, the initial investment, um, but the time that it takes, and again, we're talking about every email, we're talking about every DM, we're talking about every response, every story, everything that, again, with social media gets done, but you're also running a business. And I think a lot of people, and it's why I started documenting everything, was because I didn't really think people understood how much work goes into it, mm -hmm. right? So it's not just about me coming up here and working out and showing that off. It's about that and the four other appointments that I've got that day yeah. that come along with it because that's, and, I'm, and I appreciate your, your transparency and your honesty with it and, and sharing some of the, the failures, especially, and what you've learned from them because we don't focus on that. We focus on the glitzy and the shiny and everything else, what went well and where I killed it. <laughs> I, I actually enjoy talking about the failures more mm -hmm. because when you do walk in here, you appreciate it that much more if you know the hardships, the challenges, the failures that not only just myself in turn, but my staff, instructors, whatever, mm -hmm. have made. Um, and, you know, the, to, go, to go along with what you're saying, when you add a class, clients beg for it. Mm -hmm. They do not take into account that it costs more front desk mm -hmm. salary or hourly wage. I have to pay the instructor. So if it's the same clients that are already bought in and yep. paying an unlimited membership, and I open up another class time, Keep in mind, there's two sides to this story. Sure, sure. But if I just open up another class time and it's the same people that are already coming, I make I lose money on mm -hmm. that class. Yep. And now I'm not saying I'm not willing to do it because right. in order for you to stay and keep your membership, yeah. I have to provide ample class times for you. But they don't take into account the business side of it, the overhead cost, the additional thousands of dollars per month that it that it takes. Yeah, absolutely. I've made some horrible class time mistakes. <laughs> in my mind, I was like, hell yeah, I'll go take a noon class in the Mez on a Wednesday. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Right? Right. Sunday morning, 8 a.m., started that class in the Mez. The moment we changed to 9 a.m., it went from averaging four people to, 16, to 15, 16 wow. people. It's times. Yeah. And it's, and then if you don't try it, you don't know it. Absolutely. And I'm not going to be perfect. Sure. And if you're patient and you trust me, then you'll then you'll grow through it with me. So this is a great opportunity for either a a client that's listening or a potential client feedback. I mean, yeah. critical, good, better, otherwise, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I think what's critical in any small business is feedback, mm -hmm. right? And again, it may sting, especially as an owner, of course, early on. But at the end of the day, and especially, I mean, I, I try to you know be engaged with this conversation more often than not, which is. What did I do wrong? I, I hear all the right that I've done before because yeah. people are super fast to share that. Always. But what did I do? What, what time did I miss? What what instance were you like, why did they do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because to me, that's good feedback and it's good understanding because you can't grow without that feedback. You can't grow. You can't change. You can't make it better right. without any sort of criticism or, or give back, right? And I am always saying to my staff and to my, to my clients – I am the last person that should be making every single decision. Now, I'm the first first person that will either agree, yes or no, and make it happen. But I should not be the only one coming up with these ideas. Yep. I'm very big, I'm very adamant on with my staff. My door is always open. If you have an idea, mm -hmm. let's go. Yep. 
half the things that go on here aren't because of Ashley Francis. They're because of Katie, Lucy, yeah. Aaron, whatever, Sam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, I'm, and I'm always willing to try something. Right. If it doesn't work out, great example, Mama T's mobility class. Mm -hmm. You you yeah. actually loved it. I you loved were it. one of our few clients that actually came and took the class. It is a phenomenal class um, for all athletes out there, for all people, anybody who works out mm -hmm. or anybody who sits. Yep. Basically, anybody who needs mobility, stretching. Um, it was a great class. Unfortunately, the class time didn't work, yep. and we tried to move it a couple times. Maybe it was the name of the class. We don't know yet. Yep. Um, but it, I'm hoping that it can come back. Yep. But we gave it three, four months mm -hmm. and had to cut it. Yep. Now, that one of the, that's one of those classes where you love the instructor. She's bought in to turn. She's Mama T. She's mm -hmm. Lucy's mom, right? <laughs> like, you want her here, yeah. but you couldn't make her class work. Right. Um, and that was feedback from clientele. It mm -hmm. was the class time. It was when would I – I want to get my workout in. I know I need it. Right. But I'd rather go sweat over that class. Not everybody has not, – not, not, I don't know if I should say this, but two hours to work out during the day. I like did, you, I'm with you. Right? But if you – I mean if you talk to anyone that's been in this industry or world for long enough that understands the importance and the value of what that class is mm -hmm. and what it does, we all say – any of us that, that are super – lead super active lifestyles understand the importance of stretching and mobility. Mm -hmm. And to share a kind of quick side story there, so I don't know that I've shared this with you yet. I may have, or I may not. Anyway, I was going to a chiropractor for a while, and um, I went in one day after, I don't know, two or three classes, stretch classes, and she was like, okay, what changed? And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, you're different. Oh, nice. Like, you're loose. You're not, I don't have to adjust you as much. Like, mm -hmm. there is a difference now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I started taking this stretch class. She's like, that's it. Yeah. Like, Literally could point to that one thing. So I agree with you. And again, I'm not just sharing that because we're here and we're doing this. Sure. That was an actual thing that yeah. happened that as a result of that class. And so no one was more disappointed to see it go away. But at the same time, and to our earlier point, feedback. So if the class doesn't fill up or if it's not getting the traction, it goes away, right? right? right. Like it just, it I can't afford to lose sense. money 100%. on a class. Now, maybe one day when I have five locations right. and I am on a beach sipping a daiquiri, <laughs> just bringing in the money, we can have a class like that on the calendar. Sure, sure. And the income comes from the other classes that right. are crushing it. Well, I made that up. I won't ever be living that lifestyle. <laughs> you got the point. I got the point. Today, yeah. we cannot afford to lose a penny. Right. Now, there's that window of growing pains, right? Sure. When you add a class, we just added a Wednesday morning, 6.45 a.m. you got to give it a window. Mm -hmm. you got to give the instructor time to grow it. Yep. And... There's a time slot that if it doesn't grow, if I'm losing money on it, we'll just cut it and we'll try something else. Sure, sure. Yeah, well, and you can't cut off your nose to spike your face, right? Yep, like, yep. Well, <laughs> and you said earlier, you got to take a big risk, you know, by even this location. You've got to take risks when it comes to anything as an entrepreneur and mm -hmm. owner, or you will never see success. Right. I, I, I don't know any book I've ever read, podcast I've listened to, quote I've read on Instagram, where an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur, does not talk about taking risks, failing at them, mm -hmm. getting back up, taking another one, yep. failing at that one, and, and it just you know keeps going until that one hits. Mm -hmm. So, and even then, they don't stop; they keep trying yeah. other things, right? Um, well, if they do, then they're back at corporate America working for somebody <laughs> that's else. Right. That's so true. <laughs> 
So true. Well, um, so talk a little bit about the instructors and I'll, I'm going to veer off here for a moment because okay. I, I think you need to hear what I have to say about oh, your boy. instructors, which I mean, you know, when you, for me, this place is a place of, um, if, if you set goals in 2020 to lead a more healthy and active lifestyle, but also for me, a big component of why I come here and what I do here is just for me, like it's super selfish, right? This is the one hour that I get away from the kids. Yep. I get away from the wife. I get away from work. I get away from literally everything. And this is my hour for me. And this sometimes is the only hour for As me. Should, yeah, right? that's, that's great to hear. Um, and so, you know, there's what I love about this place and, and, the, and the place that you built here, but the people that you put in this place is that there's this connectivity that I now feel with each one of the instructors because um, I've taken classes from all of them. I, I think it's from B. Yeah, because I who knows. Um, <laughs> but, um, As he awkwardly <laughs> stares at me. We'll talk about that later. Well, uh, it's just so, I'm not the same after it. Um, and I, I look at him and I'm like, oh God, what is, what's in store? So, um, but anyway, so, and, and here's like a little <laughs> anecdote for you. So yesterday I uh, have been listening to this song that I found and I'm like, this has a feel to it. And I found the clip and I shared it with uh, Sam, one of the instructors here. And I said, this has you written all over it. Like, oh, nice. if I was thinking about a class that would play in one of your classes, if I was thinking, sorry, I was thinking about a song that you would play in one of your classes, if it's on your playlist, this is the song. And so I sent it to her and I'm like, this has you written all over it. And she wrote back and she was like, I love it. It's fun. Like, it's, it fits her. But I now feel like it's almost like a piece of her personality mm -hmm. that comes out in the music, in the ride, in the movements that take mm -hmm. place. I mean, that's how connected. Like, it's not just the hour, right? It's yep. not just the sweat. It's not just the, the way you feel when you walk out the door. But it's that relationship. I mean, it's a very intimate thing that, yes. I mean, class after class after class. After, and there's no way other than to say what I just said to describe it. <laughs> But well, thank you. Yeah, that makes no, me I mean, smile. Sweet Sam, did she play the song in class or was it not? No, that's oh. what's crazy. That's what's crazy. So it it has this like really kind of Pressure light. On, Sam. <laughs> right. Yeah. If I don't hear that song, the next class. No. Um, but Katie, the same thing. Like yeah. Katie brings Katie so and CPT are so personable, oh, but they're so also so energetic. Yeah. And I don't mean for a fitness instructor. I mean for a person, person yeah. like dealing with other people all day long. And I've told both of them that I'm like, I don't know how you get this energy. I mean, I feel like I've got a ton of it, but they are on a different stratosphere yeah, when it comes to their classes. You know, and it, I'm not patting myself on the back for this, but that goes to great hiring. And because I have a ton of energy, yep. obviously we, but they reflect that. They reflect at the end of the day, your employees reflect you and For your sure. belief. And I can't say this enough to my team, to you right now. People buy from people. Mm -hmm. I say it to them constantly. Yep. We can have the best bikes, the best lighting, the best heat to cool ratio in the room, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. The best shampoo in the bathroom. Yep. It does not matter if you do not sell yourself, mm -hmm. your personality, your commitment, your energy, your drive. And that is why 
And some of my, if you're listening, if you work for me, that is why I harp on, we have to post once a week on social media. You have to do, you have to go on your story once a week and you have to connect with our community on social media. Yep. People buy from people. Yep. If I, if you walk into my studio and I'm like, Matt, I saw you at the car show yesterday. Mm-hmm. I saw you test drive that 911, mm-hmm. whatever. You got it. <laughs> You're going to be like, oh, wow, you care about me. Mm-hmm. Oh, how'd you know that? Right. Or how was vacation in New York? Yep. Oh my God, that, that's so cool. You got to see your brother, blah, blah, blah. Now we didn't even have to talk and I know that about you. Exactly. And it gives me something to connect and build rapport with you physically in the studio. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that or if you're an owner and you're not managing that way, you have such a higher mountain to climb with growing your business. Undoubtedly. Um, now I get, a, I'll be very candid. I get pushback on the whole Instagram sure. thing. It's a contract that you sign with me. It's a requirement. And because it works. Yep. And at the end of the day, that's one thing that I can say, hey, if you don't like it, if you don't want to do it, there's other studios that probably don't require it. Right. Well, but it's proven. And, it, and yeah. I think the problem with social media is that there is so much going on. There's so much noise out there. There's so many different platforms. There's so many messages being delivered that I think, and, and I think you guys have done this really well, you take a very narrow window of who you want to go deep with. Yes. And you go super deep. You don't care about having 10,000 followers out don't there care. that may or may not become clients at some point. Like you're not positioning any, you're not pushing the membership. You're not doing, it's a lifestyle. Like you're trying, I know what you're doing <laughs> and you're doing it really, really well. But I think they're a pretty good reflection of that as well, that they get that mentality. Yes. They understand that cultural shift, if you will, that by the way, it used to be weird to like, Facebook and Instagram stalk people, yes. but now, now it's, it's a business strategy, yes. like like you said. It, you know, I, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were like, LinkedIn has basically had its had its time. Hmm. Um, now, I'm, I've left corporate America, obviously, and when I was in sales, I used it more, but now you get better engagement and a less business-suited mm-hmm. yep. tone on Instagram and Facebook, yep. and so I feel like LinkedIn is kind of... It's now just more paid um, recruiters saying, here, I have a job for you. Mm-hmm. Well, if you looked at my damn profile, I haven't <laughs> been in medical sales in three years, but but you get my point there. Absolutely. Um, but that's just that laziness, I think, that, and it's it's true of all platforms that, and Instagram is terrible about this, when you swipe up in a quick react, like, every time I get one of those now, I'm like, yeah, good, but like, how did it hit you? Sure. Like, what did it mean to you? Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to do as a consumer now is a quick reaction, but then also like tell you why I reacted that way yep. because I want to go deeper with the people that have already agreed and already bought into what I'm doing. Right. And I think, again, you guys do that really well where it's a, but why? And it's, <laughs> I love this conversation because when I first started turn underscore ATL Instagram account, you know, of course you have this huge fear of, am I going to get any followers? Mm-hmm. Are people going to like my photo? I mean, that's anybody who says they don't post for they're likes lying. or they are lying. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, all of your stats about how many shares, likes, everything. That's but right. at the beginning, and I remember having a very candid conversation with um, somebody in, important in terms and, you know, uh, startup. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like they wanted to buy likes and, mm-hmm. and do it that way. And I immediately said, hell no, I will grow yep. organically. Yep. I do not care, and mark my word, I do not care how many followers I have. As long as the followers I have 
are valuable and meaningful to Turn Studio. If Sally in New Mexico has 30 million followers and is following Turn, why do I care? I don't. Right. And that is such a hard concept to understand for certain people in fitness especially Mm -hmm. because their main confidence and beauty comes from their bodies, their physiques. Not saying that anything is wrong with that, but what they show is their product, the way they look and the way they flex, Mm -hmm. whatever, right? Right. Right. And so I take a lot of pride in it and it took a lot of time, but to get my, and I think I only have like 2,300 followers currently or 2,400, um, which some people might be listening and say, that's a lot. Some people might be listening and say, oh, that's nothing. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But in Sandy Springs, Georgia, that means a lot to me because I know those followers actually care about, no, some of them couldn't give two craps about it, but the majority of my followers come from buying into turn and believing in what we are doing for the community and for yourself and, and for the instructors. And that's to, and to carry that forward, my instructors, I tell them, we, I mean, again, vulnerability, if you're feeling bad or want to share something, post it. If you're feeling happy and loving life, Post it. Right. If you have nothing to say, post your schedule. Yep. It doesn't matter as long as you're touching to the people that have paid to come hang out and sweat with you and hear you mm-hmm. for 45 minutes to an hour. They deserve it. Yeah. I agree with you. And I think that that's a really important piece there, too, because authenticity, I think, is missing a lot yeah. in, on social media in general. Yes. But when you engage, when you follow, when you like, when you are when you're the same person standing here in front of me that you are on Instagram, I'm good. But the instant that I get a change or a deviation, even if it's just for a moment in time, and I I think I've even had this conversation with Katie that like everything seems fine, but something else is going on here. Right. And it could just be a moment in time, but at the same time, there is this like congruency that we want to see, especially when someone's super vulnerable and super authentic online, mm-hmm. when you see that same person in, uh, in person, mm-hmm. you're like, but something's different, right? That turns me off so much. It's the hardest thing for people. I, I will take this till the day I die is being vulnerable yeah. and, and being honest and yep. authentic. Lucy's great about preaching about authenticity. Um, and yet we'll still be honest and saying that she also struggles with being authentic, which I think is so <laughs> valuable. Yeah. Now, I can say all this and I feel like I can be vulnerable. I'm, I'm better at being vulnerable today. I've had eight years of counseling. Um, I grew up in a, not, I grew up in a very, um, unemotional type family. Mm-hmm. Now we were strong family, did a lot together, but it wasn't like the, I love you feels. Let me talk about my feelings type family. Mm-hmm. Dad's a super su- successful entrepreneur, business, business, business. Um, and my, even my brother, like kind of cold, now he has two daughters now, so he's gotten better. But like saying I love you and mm-hmm. hugging is still – and I only share this because as a business owner, I have learned that in, in sales for 10 and a half years, if you aren't vulnerable and honest, if you don't admit when you've made a mistake or if you don't own up to something, you are not going to build a relationship. Mm-hmm. It might be a one-and-done deal. It could be the biggest deal you've ever made, but get, getting that partnership back or that relationship to last – Forget about it because yeah. they'll see right through it. So, yeah. Well, and it's just a matter of time, whether it's on social media yeah. or even in person, that someone sniffs you out and yeah. figures out that you're different or that something has changed. And, and good, bad, or otherwise, again, for you personally as far as 
your journey, whether it's you as a person, you as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, as a manager. I mean, again, things are happening so quickly now that when something changes, we're very quick to judge. Yeah. We're also quick to adjust now how I engage with you, how There's I There's so many to... options to not. Yeah. I mean, if you don't jump quickly or change quickly, you, you lose a client or you, you fall two steps behind. Yeah. Um, and you don't get a new client from it. Yeah. And, and that's to, to wrap this up on, on vulnerability and all this talk that we, we just went down a, a rabbit hole with. Mm-hmm. But um, people expect managers and owners to always be right, mm-hmm. to not make mistakes. Yep. So when, if you are a manager or owner or any superior person, you have to be okay and comfortable with admitting and your, your employees have to be okay with that. Yep. If they look at you as a weak person when you do admit you're wrong, probably not going to work out and they're not going to be the right fit for you. Correct. And that's huge. It is. Um, I mean, I, I, I can like relate 100% in my previous life. I had managers that they never admitted when they were wrong. Mm-hmm. They do the dumbest things or make the craziest calls, but and it hurt me as a rep out in the field, mm-hmm. but they couldn't admit that they made a mistake. Right. Which, to a strong player like you, is then a weakness, right? Because yeah. that vulnerability, that transparency, and again, it's it's one of those things that I, I feel like we're still lacking. We're getting better, I think, as a culture about admitting when we're wrong, being authentic, being transparent about stuff, because it's all out there now. You know? Yeah. I mean, like for me, I do daily stories. There's no hiding. Like when I tell someone like You hey, do daily stories? <laughs> I, had I don't no know if you know yeah, at Lamarche on Instagram. Um, so, but if I tell someone I'm going to do something, I got to go do it. Do it, yeah, 100%. I've made myself vulnerable in that way that I can't lie yeah. <laughs> about where I'm going or what I'm doing. I mean, it, it's all there, and yeah. so there's no more hiding um, in, in a lot of ways. So, anyway, we're at 53 minutes. That 25 oh, minutes wow. <laughs> that I talked about earlier is long gone. But Oops, Sorry, guys. No, 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 no. Hopefully no, you're still great. listening. No, there is absolutely a ton of people still listening. So, um, let's talk about the next year. Obviously, sure. we're January what, 8th, 9th year. So what does 2020 look like? What is your goal? Um, because I'm a big believer in if you put it out there, it will happen. Like uh, I'm a visionary much like you that when you put it out there, people hear this story. They want to invest in you. They want to support you. Even if it's someone that's like, I've never worked out a day in my life. I'm not planning on ever going there. You're our favorite person. Come in. <laughs> Well, they also, I'm a big believer in the pebble theory that, you know, one person knows another sure. that wants to get on this or that has done cycling in Florida and now they live in Sandy Springs. They're here. So talk about the next year and yep. like what your vision looks like, but also what your, what are your goals? Um, as far as like, are you looking to hire, you know, this year, like what, give us everything so that anyone listening, there's some action points that if they want to help support you, this is kind of like their call to action more or less. Sure. I also accept gift cards to massage places, <laughs> Tropical Sunni Cafe, if you want to support me. No. Um, two, two like sides of goals for me. One would be personally slash mm-hmm. professionally, and one would be turn, yep. right, as an owner and then as a company. Um, for myself, my goal is to be better at the business admin owner side of things at turn. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so... Um, locked in as an instructor in 2019 my classes are crushing it i've grown my classes i have my passion is being on that stage Mm -hmm. and teaching i mean i i love it i black out sometimes because (laughs) i'm having so much fun that when i get done i'm like 
that was the best 45 minutes of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have to understand that you cannot grow a company if you are always in the day-to-day weeds of it physically here at turn. For sure. Um, I had, when I had my vocal cord surgery in November and I had two weeks of physically, I could not come into to turn because I couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. I got so much done and our numbers grew. <laughs> It was insane. And November was our best month in two. Now, I'm not saying because of me, but because I could pull reports. I could I could make emails to, mm-hmm. to follow up um, clients that needed it. And I could get better at telling Samantha or Taylor how to how to grow a little bit in their roles when I'm not there. Sure. And they got to do it because yep. I wasn't there. Yeah. Something hard for an A-type <laughs> personality to do right wait you're type a I have yeah. no idea. but but my goal is yes to to grow as a business owner manager leader mm-hmm. um and to develop myself even even more right yeah. i still make lots of mistakes i have tons to learn and grow and my goal obviously uh, and i don't say obviously that but for myself would be take more personal time i mean 2018 and 19 i didn't do anything mm-hmm. other than turn yep. pretty much um so starting off the year by going to the national championship game, go Tigers, Clemson <laughs> Tigers, throw it out there. But for turn, our goal is to, we have a 200 membership goal, unlimited monthly members. We're at 191 mm-hmm. today. Um, I want to get to 200. Once I get to 200, I know that that's just going to steamroll. To get to 200 has been a huge challenge. Sure. Um, so when you, if you're still listening and you remember that first 50 was easy as crap, that next 150 has not been as easy. Um, but not to mention you lose members, you add members, you yep. lose members. So I want to get to a steady 200. Mm-hmm. We have doubled our class pass from January 2019 to December 2019. So my goal is to triple it by the end of this year. Class pass is great. Um, we've grown so much. We were voted best spent cycling studio in class pass. I want that to repeat. Yep. Um, I would love, 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 as I mentioned, to have simultaneous classes in the morning and at night, both mez and cycling running always. And then I would definitely like to add two or three more class times before June, um, so other than the, the mez and cycling. Um, to grow Sam as a leader, she's come, I mean, night and day. I got her as a school teacher. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. He walked away from the box jump to sneeze. Um, but to grow Sam as a leader, I got her as a school teacher. And to see what she has done in just a year and a half of a whole new world. Not only She's always been a cycling, or she was a cycling instructor. But to make her now a manager, a leader, a saleswoman, because she makes phone calls mm-hmm. to people. Um, it, it's been such a, a prideful moment for me. And to grow Taylor, who has been with me, like I said, she's the front desk manager learn more about their goals and what I can do to make their lives better. Um, Give a clients more variety of class types. We already have eight, like I mentioned, I want to bring back mobility. I think that's a huge opportunity in this, um, in this area that people are just shy because it's changed. It's something they don't, they're not used to doing. Yeah. Yeah. And to get rid of writing. I mean, I do all the programming for the mess currently. So add that on my to-do list. (laughs) I would love to delegate that, but as a small business, why pay somebody when I'm good at it type mentality or when mm-hmm. I can do it? Sure. I don't know if you're listening. You might think, well, you're not good at it. But, <laughs> uh, no, the workouts are killer. I mean, everybody, everybody's growing in strength and leaning or leaning out and toning up. And um, our success stories, as I've shared a couple lately, it, 
my goal at the end of the day is to be able to open up location number two, right? Because it's a snowball effect from there. But you have to get flagship location one um, without, without any flaws. Yep. And we haven't had one full year without any flaws, sure, right? Sure. And now, now is the best time to, to get it because our team is amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Very, very cool. So, um, all right, now we're in an hour. So, <laughs> no, which is great. Honestly, I've gotten so much more feedback about I've left it short with so many people. <laughs> I talked to a guy that traveled for a year, and people are like, I got to hear more. Yeah, <laughs> and we talk for an hour, so that's good. Supply and demand, leave them hanging; they want <laughs> exactly more. Exactly right. It's like leaving something behind at that boy's house. <laughs> you know, right. Oh, I left that. I guess I have to come back over. I think it's behind the pillow. <laughs> with the... Anyway, um, yeah, no. So um, my boyfriend's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> let's uh, let's run down all the places sure. we can connect: uh, social media, email, phone number. Obviously, the first class is free. So um, let's talk about that, and uh, if people following along. This will be in the show notes, so you can click on it, call or uh, text or email or whatever, uh, wherever you want to connect with uh, Turn Studio. Yeah, and if you still are listening, thank you. Um, <laughs> I think I'm very entertaining to listen to, but then again, that's me. But also, if you have any questions or if you're intimidated or nervous or scared, I am seriously a phone call, text, DM, um, open door away. I can't tell you how many clients we have that come every day now that were scared out of their mind to do boutique fitness. Mm -hmm. And it is my goal to make Turn Studio not intimidating, welcoming as your your <clears> home. <throat> yep. And um, we take a lot of pride in, in being that studio. But you can find Turn on Instagram at Turn underscore ATL. Facebook is Turn Studio ATL. My email is ashley at turnstudio.com. And our studio cell phone number, I mean cell phone, our studio number is 678-515-3122. And your first class is free. And if you mention this podcast, I'll give you a free week. A whole week? A whole week. And then you can come with Matt LaMarche and make him do all the choreo on the bike. Oh, and it is great. Just ask him to do the Seat the Snake. No, please I'm don't. Out. It's, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not anything anyone ever wants to see, honestly. That's uh, it's not a good look for me. I'm not really good at that whole rhythm thing. Um, no, well, again, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, this has been fun. Not just for today, but for everything. The, the last year has been amazing. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, you know, I just left Team Octopus. Which, basically, at the advice of my chiropractor, was like, you need to stop that and, and focus more on what's working over here. So, um, again, if you're looking for an unbelievable workout, um, and if you've never taken a spin class before, I mean, this is something that just doesn't make sense until you come try it. And between the music and the room and the instructors, all of it together, to me, just like the perfect marriage of what you're trying to accomplish. And so kudos to you for that. But um, a week is unbelievable. I mean, that's that's crazy. So thank you for that. But uh, if you guys haven't checked it out, you've got to come take a class. If you listen to this, and if you're still listening, as she said, uh, <laughs> and you send me a message, I'll come take a class with you. Hey, in your first take a meds class. Make them take a meds class. No, God, class. anything but the meds. <laughs> anything but uh, no, we'll, we'll do it. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Again, we really appreciate the time and uh, hope you found something of value here. Again, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. I really appreciate it. 
And uh, as always on Instagram, at mlamarsh, L-A-M-A-R-S-H. Connect with me on Facebook or LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. I love the organic reach that's happening there right now. And TikTok is the next frontier. How do you feel about TikTok? I can't add anything else to my okay. plate, but I've asked a front desk person to learn it, to make I'm, a turn account. We've talked about it already, so we're yeah. going to try to figure out some uh, some things because that, you know, to get that second location, we're going to get your, your next uh, generation here going. So anyway, thank you guys again. If there's ever anything I can do for you, 678-687-4397 or email matt at Matt Lamarsh. And uh, you guys have a great day. Thanks so much. Stay gold. <laughs> Hey guys, just a uh, quick side note here. If you have not registered for our event happening on January 23rd, go ahead and reach out and do that. We've had a ton of people reach out, purchase tickets already. We've got a ton of people already coming, but we still do have a couple left. If you're interested, the Sandy Springs Networking Professionals on Facebook is the group. Feel free to join. I'll accept you immediately. And uh, the event details are there. A great night of networking with Uh, A ton of people, just like Ashley, that have done uh, a Selling Sandy Springs video or podcast episode um, are going to be there, and so it'll give you a chance to network, but certainly to meet those folks, um, pick their brain, and and just make deeper connections here. So anyway, if there's uh, any questions about that, please feel free to reach out anytime. Again, my cell phone, 678-687-4397, or my um, email, matt at mattlamarche.com. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.